Hello and welcome to a special edition of the podcast, Are We Nearly There Yet? My name's Professor Andrew Sherry and this month I'm talking to early career professionals about their journeys so far to discover who they are and what they're made to do and their aspirations for the future. Today I'm talking to Jack Raven, who is a finance and project development analyst at EDF Energy, working on Sizewell C. Welcome, Jack, and thank you for joining me. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, looking forward to the conversation. It's great to see you. So you grew up in Norwich. Tell me a little bit about what you were like at school. Yeah, Norwich. Um, it's a little bit of thinking back, but um, I think I was reasonably well behaved. You'll have to look at my report cards or maybe I should send them across afterwards. But um, I enjoyed school very much. Um, I was in a kind of village school, really, I guess you could say a village high school. Um, so I only went up to uh, year 11. But um, I, yeah, I, I think I kind of tended towards the, the sciences there. And then um, yeah I guess uh, beyond that I had to seek uh, other colleges and sixth forms from from the village but yeah it was, it was a I, I enjoyed it I think uh, tried to work hard and did my best in exams and things like that so and uh, yeah good. all good good so uh, were there any particular teachers who inspired you on your sort of journey into chemistry later on at Sheffield certainly I guess um a lot uh, there were some really good teachers there definitely and particularly my chemistry teacher was uh uh, I guess you could say one of the more inspirational ones. He uh, definitely guided my uh, decision making for my kind of GCSEs and then onto my A-levels. Obviously, I didn't continue with him at A-levels, but it was good to, to put me on that journey, really. Mr. Stenton, I'm sure he won't mind me giving him a, a name check. But um, yeah, he was very keen on the kind of, um, yeah, just I, I guess just showing the scope, really, of what chemistry had to offer, which is was really important for inspiring young minds, um, you know, showing people the scope of really what the subject covered. And with chemistry, right. it's quite broad. So uh, and I guess hence um, why I've ended up in something completely different that's not chemistry related. So, yeah. <laughs> so so what were some of the examples he was sharing with you in the, in the classroom that sort of opened your mind to that? Well, he, he had quite an interesting background, I guess. He was um, an uh, analytical chemist, I guess, from his uh, before his teaching career kicked off really so he, he was um just really interesting about linking industry into uh, into the subject matter that we were learning at the time so you know showing a really keen eye for detail how important that was um really getting to grips with um with, i guess the theory side of the chemistry that you're looking at combined with um i guess you know the practical elements of the subject itself and the more interesting things and showing really just you know how his what his career was into so it's good to see a, a lifetime like sort of example really that we could relate to and um yeah. perhaps uh, that helped me really just sort of look towards what i might do next um and, and seek chemistry out further it's interesting isn't it because when you're at school you're doing these different subjects and and i guess your your sort of horizon on those subjects is the walls of the classroom and you, you wonder why on earth am i learning this stuff and where on earth is it used but actually to bring in the industrial side of it and the breadth of where chemistry actually makes a difference can inspire young people can't it yeah definitely yeah and I think it's really important because you know I guess you know when you're in school um, you see your teachers and you perhaps see what your parents do and, and maybe some of your extended family but to get real um, uh, I guess case study examples um, is, is quite important especially at that age because uh, you know 
you do have to make decisions as you go along and on uh, you, you go i think i was probably studying 10 gcses but that was whittled down from maybe 16 subjects from before that and you have to gradually make your mind up where you're going quite early on so yes yeah. that's right that's right so so then you went to college what what subjects did you study at college so college that was uh, continued with chemistry of course and then uh, i did biology geography and maths so uh, kind of more scientific type ones uh, i should guess but um yeah, chemistry was definitely the one that continued to stand out. <laughs> Did it. And because, well, then you went to Sheffield uh, to study chemistry. So tell me about that transition from being at school, then into college for your A-levels, and then you went to Sheffield. Yeah. Uh, how yeah. did it feel? It was good. Um, it was difficult. I think tough. I think at each stage, I think when you've had that first lesson, uh, so going from, uh, you know, uh, in, into GCSE chemistry they'd say you know this is quite a big step up now so there'll be a lot more content this year and then going from chemistry GCSE into an A-level uh, uh, course and, and saying you know there's going to be a big step up now so just be prepared for it and each time and it, I guess the same for university and it, it is a, a big much bigger step up and but then you kind of obviously studying something at degree level you get a real breadth of what the, the subject has to offer so from those early thoughts I guess linking to um, Mr Stenton and, and what he was trying to get across to us as students and early and on our education careers um, to then actually exploring it really within the degree level kind of learning mm -hmm. it was um, yeah really good and I think um, Sheffield was was great to study in as well a city that's kind of full of students really two universities there and um, you know it's uh, one of the kind of red bricks there are lots of um, um, you know, clever people to work with and uh, really good experiences had there definitely yes and did you find that transition easy um, there's some challenges no definitely challenges I think yeah. the good thing I think with the way um, that uh, like kind of degree level courses are these days you get that kind of there's that settling in there more or less where you really have to is that transition into becoming an adult I think you're, you're kind of 18 at that point and um, it's, it's sort of it becomes much more your responsibility to learn under your own steam and there's, there's kind of that year settling in so that was that was definitely useful for me um, but I guess on the other hand as well you're, you're focusing on one subject matter so I specifically chosen chemistry that's something I was really interested in really passionate about and I guess that gave me that extra uh, extra kick really to to progress and, and learn more and, and so yeah it, it was it was tough I think but um yeah as I say there's um there's help along the way particularly in, in Sheffield it was good for that <laughs> yes that's right that's right so you you work your way through how do you think you sort of developed as a person did you learn anything about your strengths and weaknesses and how you cope with some of those challenges yeah it's interesting actually I think um you, you really do do a bit of self-analysis I think when you're at, mm -hmm. in university because um you know every, everyone works and learns differently and yeah I definitely learned the best way that I work and I'm, I'm definitely a pressure worker I think um, where you know there's there's tight deadlines and uh, the, the the need to cram or the fear of not what the outcome might be if you don't cram so I, I kind of get to that point I think where I, I work really well under pressure so and that was good to learn about myself and I was kind of I guess comparing myself to people who would spend you know quite long evenings often in the library re writing up notes rewriting up lectures and I thought I'd really like to do that but then I, I suppose you look at it in hindsight and think maybe that just isn't the way I work. I work under pressure and this is something that works best for me. So yeah, there's, there's definitely a really good learning experience and you have a lot of time to reflect on that. That's right. That's right. I remember our head headmaster at school, his last piece of advice to us was there's nothing wrong with last minute revision. And I, I learned that last minute pressure for me really works. Yeah. Actually planning ahead is quite 
can be quite a struggle for me when you're under pressure for something the next day or even later that day it focuses the mind doesn't it absolutely yeah completely it's um yeah every, everyone is different but um yeah when you have that real tangible need to do something it definitely helps <laughs> yes that's right that's right so, so after university uh, you went and you worked for about 18 months uh, in crop genetics tell us yeah. a little bit about about that decision and that transition into the world of work yeah so that that was um it was an interesting one I, I, it was at the john innes center in norwich which is a really um well 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 renowned um research institute and it just happened to be on on the doorstep really of where my family home was so um you know on completing university going home wondering what to do next there was a really nice opportunity down the road with this research institute to try something out and they had some kind of casual positions going and you know i guess i wasn't so sure about my next steps but um there was a nice opportunity to pick up a kind of short-term contract and um i felt it was quite applicable to what i'd been doing within chemistry it was sort of within a lab and it was research focused which is something i'd enjoyed um so yeah i i, I kind of uh, transitioned i guess you could say i mean chemistry is good because you towards the end of my degree it more or less felt like a nine to five kind of working time anyway so i had lots of lectures lots of lab time so in that sense it wasn't too big a a switch to the working world where I'd have to do a nine to five like everybody else um mm. but still it was it was different you know responsibilities are very different and uh, you're getting paid to be there as well which is very different of course so um yeah and I, it was it was good we, we did a big um uh, joining in the summer of course um it was crop genetics and we were focused on wheat um and trying to uh increase the uh, robustness of wheat by selective pre-breeding so um uh, I, I really I guess honed my research skills there um, in a slightly different uh, sphere to what I've been with chemistry and it's not so much working with the, the raw chemicals and the materials beforehand but actually working with living biology and chemistry was, was quite different so yeah it was um, yeah, yeah very very much enjoyed that time there. And I guess one of the things going into a sort of slightly different area is you realise that actually you can apply yourself to different things and learn different things did you find that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it was good because it was, uh, I guess the Institute was, I don't know, probably three or 400 people there. It was, it was quite a big scope of different topics learned and, and you start to see uh, kind of extra outside of work clubs and things develop and they were really good for promoting sports activities, I guess. And um, there was always extra kind of webinars and seminars on, on subjects that were people were, you know, at the really at the top of their game kind of happy to share information on so you really get to explore those interests and um yeah, yeah i definitely took took uh, opportunities to do that uh, it's a good place to to start out a career really that's great isn't it so then you went to dupont and you worked on disinfectants and cleaners yeah. um and, and then you moved to edf energy as a commercial graduate so quite some sort of changes i guess were you sort of exploring different avenues or what was your motivation yeah. behind those two Changes. no absolutely that it was um yeah as, as you say a meandering sort of path i guess to get to get to where i am today but it was uh, i think that's kind of within my nature as well and probably something i learned along the way as well that i'm you know i, I haven't i haven't really ever had that um vision in mind of where i wanted to end up i'll, I'll work it out as i go kind of thing and yeah. the, the switch to dupont I, at the time i probably felt that was my big break it was a big kind of chemicals company and um it was sort of more lab chemistry and i thought i was really going down the route as a as a lab chemist um and yeah it was uh disinfectants and cleaners for sort of the animal husbandry uh field so very niche uh indeed but um it was good to be kind of a testing out again lab skills formulations chemist skills i very much enjoyed that 
Um, but I, I was kind of getting to the point where I thought, you know, I've, I've done a couple of different lab jobs now, and maybe there's something more to the world, you know, more of a commercial focus that I could look at. And, uh, and yeah, and hence the, the graduate scheme for EDF Energy was was open to me and um, taking applicants. So I've been in the world of work for uh, coming up to four years, I guess. Um, so looking at a graduate opportunity, I, I, I sort of wondered if it was the right thing to do or the right time to do it. But um, yeah, I've never really looked back to really. It's sort of uh, looking at the energy industry uh, is completely different to chemistry. But um, interestingly, there's a lot of kind of um, parallel skills, I guess you could say, you know, the, the things that I'd learned along the way in, in my kind of analytical kind of research based roles that were really useful for the types of roles that I picked up with an EDF. So, yeah, it's a, it was a bit of a strange path, but um Yes, no, it's good, though, to explore different avenues, um, because if you don't try things, you don't know and you don't learn. So I think that's great that you were able to do that. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing now at, at EDF Energy. So now I've, I've finished the graduate scheme. We did a, a two year placement uh, placement rotations. Um, and as of September last year, I joined the Sizewell C project. So uh, the new nuclear development project. We're looking to to build a, a, a copy of the Hinkley Point C power station uh, on the Suffolk coast. Uh, and I'm an analyst within the team, so a finance and project development analyst. Um, I guess our wider team looks at really selling the project and trying to uh, work out how it's going to be financed and um, again my kind of research and analytical skills have, have been called upon really to uh, contribute to you know various conversations and, and promotional material for the project really working about what the kind of key issues are that we're tackling and, um, and really what steps we've got to take to to get the project approved and um, yeah again a completely different uh, I guess um, subject matter going from chemistry to kind of commercial uh, energy uh, distribution and, and selling within the kind of customer's business of EDF to now looking at nuclear new build. It's a, a very different world, but I've, I'm starting to feel like I've found my, um, you know, within energy, my kind of real passion for something, which is which is nice. I think it makes working so much easier when you find something that you can really, um, yeah, really believe in and, and uh, low carbon energy and, um, you know, working towards a, a lower carbon and decarbonizing future energy mix is something that I've really, um, yeah, really found to be a, exciting path so um it's you know with everything that chimes in with the climate change and, and all yes. of the agenda that's ongoing at the moment it's um i feel like it's the right time to be doing something like this and i'm glad that i've <laughs> stumbled across it i guess it's a really big motivator isn't it to make that sort of positive impact not just for your life and your career but but around the world that whole low carbon you know the energy challenge that we face and climate change and so on yeah, completely. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, um, I guess it's on future generations, really. Uh, the responsibility lies with uh, with what we're doing now. And it's it's kind of their world to inherit. And uh, I guess their opportunity to to help define how we get out of this mess, really. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's a really big on, on everyone's agenda internationally. It's um, a big thing. It is. It is. So what are your thoughts about your own career future? So I guess um, the immediate future is uh, dependent on how the Sizewell C project goes. We're obviously looking for government approval. So uh, uh, as long as that goes well, I, I expect to be with this project for a while. But I, I feel like, as, as I've touched on, um, being in that kind of low carbon energy sphere is something that I'd really like to now try and settle in and bed in and get some proper experience with and, um, you know, try and carve out a bit of a niche for myself within there somehow. So what that exactly looks like i'm not too sure yet um hopefully it'll be with edf for a lot longer um the good thing about edf it's such a big company and obviously international as well there's lots of opportunities to to uh, try and specialize and find something but yeah i really want to find that place where i can 
uh, I guess, contribute longer term to the, the wider goals and, and work towards something. So, um, yeah, let, let's see what happens. But uh, first things first is to get the Sizewell C project approved and built. <laughs> That's right. One step at a time, but very exciting time. And uh, certainly the industry needs people like you, Jack. So thanks so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you, Andrew. Pleasure. enjoyed this podcast to help others enjoy it too please subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and don't forget to rate and review thank you